That was End of the World by Cold. That's I just remember that song today, and it felt... Very appropriate for what's going on? Exactly. That was my thoughts. I meant to turn the volume up on the recording. Ah. Oh, well. We'll survive. So, how have you been, sir? You know, I've been making it slowly, slowly. Right. Getting that virus going on, right? We are we are stopping the virus with our little paper thin masks that go over the ears. We are yeah, more worried about whistleblowers again than the actual virus itself. I'm sure you've heard about that. Yep. But fill those in who haven't heard. All right. For those who don't know, there is a virus going around that has been, let's just say, devastating at right now. Probably the worst virus that we've ever had and recorded. In recent history and they uh went and got the people that were americans in this cruise ship that had this virus and instead of doing what the was it the cdc yeah actually suggested doing which is getting their own plane just having medical staff and pilots they instead just put them in the same passenger jet with tarps <laughs> Oh, hell no. Yeah. Beautiful. Fantastic, even. And then, apparently, did not actually have enough equipment for everyone who was there. So, just openly exposed at least two employees that were trying to help treat people. I'm not the only one with this, but, um, like, there's a Stephen King book called The Stand. And the book starts with a, with the spreading of a flu-like virus. It's called Captain Trips, mm-hmm. and um, it starts in America, though not China. But it ends up being a global pandemic that, right. that ends up wiping out like sixty some percent of the entire world. And just as I'm seeing these events unfold, like I just keep thinking back to that book, and I'm like, how did that virus spread so fast? And it was. Well, it was like, like it started. The outbreak happened at the lab in a secret government lab, and then one of the government, one of the soldiers that's working at the lab, he gets out, and then he runs into a group of rednecks at this gas station, and he infects like six people, like bang, and then they just affect. If you've ever played a game called Plague Incorporated, (laughs) that's right there. I've heard that that game's been suspended in China. Probably. That game tends to sell real well when the illness is going around. I bet it does. It's hilarious. But I will give them credit. At least he's like, don't take this as an actual standard representation of diseases. Go to your uh, health advisors for but, the information. Yeah. They always... Uh, and I, I relate everything back to movies and entertainment. And everybody talks about the Outbreak movie from right. the mid-90s. And the Outbreak monkey. But there's a... To me, there's a better representation of how these viruses spread. It's a movie called Contagion. I thought you were going to say Osmosis Jones. <laughs> no, that's the shit, though. That's how we get rid of it. <laughs> Osmosis Jones. Now's the time for that sequel, son. Oh, shit. Chris Rock and uh, David Hyde Pierce back again. You know what? Get a special guest star, Jack Black, in there somehow. Oh, yeah. He could be the... He could be the host. Yeah. Um, no, this movie Contagion. It's it's a virus that starts over in China, and it's like, it was like, the swine flu hadn't mutated, but they didn't know how, and so that, like, the movie starts with a sick person, and they're just like, oh my god, this is highly contagious, and then you see how many people have been infected with the virus, so you've got like the CDC trying to figure out the the origin of it and then how they can have an a vaccine for it but like it shows like and it's and it's little and the movie the, the movie's brilliantly made but there's little shit like ladies on a subway and she coughs mm-hmm. and then she grabs the handrail on the subway and then she leaves and the camera stays on that hand handrail and then a guy walks in and he grabs the handrail and then the camera follows that guy from the next stop to he goes and buys like a cup of coffee and you see the money change hands and then the money goes from the guy 
to the to the coffee attendant or the the barista, right. you know. And it was just little shit like that all throughout the movie. That I don't know. If you want to really give yourself a good scare, watch that movie, right. and you'll you'll be tripping. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but there's a it's pretty mainstream now, and it's kind of conspiracy theory esque. I mean, it is a conspiracy theory, but it's it's being it's being pushed by people who aren't typical conspiracy theorists. Nice. But it's in China, Hong Kong and the protests, it was growing and growing and it was almost to the point it was getting out of control. It was getting, you know, all eyes were on Hong Kong and what the government yep. was doing. Then all of a sudden you get this virus that gets released and it's highly communicable. So well, in that defense, I'll, like, I'm not defending China by any stretch of imagination, but they tried to hide how bad it was, because China doesn't like bad publicity ever. But it's gone to the point where they're having to shut down factories to keep from spreading right. as bad as it is. And that's what's causing the stock markets to crash, which right. our president only cares about that. Because that might be the True. only thing he can read, because the arrow's <laughs> going up and down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, all of my, my retirement accounts, every cent I made last year is now gone in the span of two days. Yep. So, That's yay. why you cannot base the economy on the stock market alone. Right. Uh, I don't know, but I, man, I, I could see it happening. I could see them releasing a virus and not knowing a lot about it, but just knowing enough that that it would cuz it doesn't it's not like it's not the most like lethal virus it's highly contagious it's like a 3% mortality rate is what a yeah. doctor said which let me tell you about this doctor he was asking the president a question and the president was calling the doctor wrong i'm like you're arguing with literally a doctor saying the flu is more de or deadly than it is the doctor even pointed out the flu's mortality rate which is like a 0. 0.1 and he goes no it's much higher <laughs> good god well I don't know any any stat can be swayed however you want it I put I put little faith in stats but yep. uh, I don't know like I like of course where I work we've been talking about it a lot and, right that's understandable you have yeah. a farm scene there yeah so it'll be interesting not that you could do anything to test for it or anything, because there's only, like, what, four states out of 50 that can actually test for it? Well, I do know that if you have a a general local respiratory infection, mm -hmm. it will test positive for coronavirus. <laughs> nice. But uh, not only that, but did you hear how much it costs? Uh-uh. One guy literally was going to see if he had it because he felt sick for a while, and he lives in California and knows people in China. Well, turns out the doctors like said something about maybe it's just the flu, so he had that tested instead. He told him to never mind the other one. He got a bill later on because they did the test anyways. Cost three thousand dollars to get yourself tested for that. Damn. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, unfortunately for my insurance, I've met my deductible, <laughs> so they can pick up my tab for the next eighty grand. But that's enough virus talk we've got other important things to talk about news alert breaking news news alert breaking news all right this is why everyone tunes in headline police called after oklahoma neighbors battle with feces guns and roomba vacuum cleaner a dispute between two neighbors escalates to the point where one tried to smash down the fence separating the property with a robot vacuum cleaner. KFOR reported that John Stafford was taken into custody on Friday after a 12-hour standoff with neighbor David Baird. They ended up with police using tear gas to force Stafford from his home. Jesus Christ. According to Baird, Stafford became upset with him for an unknown reason and began attacking their shared fence with a Roomba vacuum in an attempt to bring it down. Baird went inside and grabbed his handgun and tried to use it to dissuade his neighbor from doing any more damage. Baird told the station, I told him if you break down the fence, I'm going to shoot you. 
He made his wife and kids stay inside while Stafford threw dog excrement into their yard from his driveway and hit the fence with the vacuum. Did he throw the vacuum at it? No, he was he was using the vacuum as like a bludgeon. Oh, <laughs> okay. That makes sense. I mean, he may sense. have been, because Roomba's a circle, he may have been throwing it like a frisbee into the fence. But I can think of a thousand other things in the, in, in a house that would do a way better job of breaking Not gonna lie, fence. I literally thought he, maybe he had taken an axe and strapped it to the top of the Roomba and had, had it trying to go to chop down the fence or something. Huh. From no, home. that would have made too much sense. Uh, both Baird and his neighbor videotaped the incident. Police eventually sent a SWAT team to the neighborhood, Good complete God. with a bomb squad and, ex- and an explosive retrieval robot. Stafford eventually went inside his house and dialed 911. When he contacted the dispatcher, Stafford told them he wanted to report a douchebag and then spelled <laughs> the word out when asked to speak like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. He also told the dispatcher he was going to run you guys into the ground. Stafford proceeded to call 911 five additional times. Jesus. Baird said he never had a problem with his neighbor before and he doesn't know what prompted the outburst. After exchanging word with Stafford, police eventually deployed tear gas canisters. Man, this guy just, he had a break. I wonder what did it. And are police going full force there? Like, just retards. Stafford is in custody at Oklahoma City Jail on a charge of planning an act of violence. If convicted, he could serve a sentence up to 10 years in prison. Robotic vacuums have been implicated in unexplained violence before. In 2015, the Daily Dot reported that a 52 two-year-old South Korean woman was asleep on the floor when she woke up to discover that her automatic vacuum cleaner had made its way over to her and began sucking in her hair. She was unable to extricate herself from the robot and had to call the fire department. Hmm. Well, just to let everybody know, um... (coughs) Roombas now, if if they get tangled up in something, they stop. Like, right. and it doesn't take much. And then it's like, help, help. Like, I got a Roomba for Christmas, and it's the fucking tits. But I wouldn't use it. I mean, it's heavy enough to be used as a weapon. Like, that thing's got an ass on it. Right. But it's not going to eat, suck up your hair. I don't imagine it has a big capacity. No. I mean, it can get a good bit up. Like, it's surprising the amount of dirt and hair that gets picked up. Mm-hmm. But, like, it got... Like I think it made its way into one of it, one of the bedrooms and it got stuck on a sock, like because it tried to suck the sock up and it just right. stopped. It was like it's not going to sit there and burn its motor up. So that right. must have been like a generation one Roomba that was just eating on this lady's South Korean hair, right? Or a knockoff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was trying to come up with a with a funny Roomba, but I got nothing. Doesn't Walmart have their own? Roombas? I'm sure they do. A really bad comb. It's got a rotating brush in there. Great value. Great value uh, robotic vacuum cleaner. Mm -hmm. The GVRV. Woman who pooped in cop car to hide drugs in her feces gets prison time. Okay. Two years ago, Shanine Martin, 34, was arrested during a theft investigation at an HEB grocery store in Corsicana, Texas. I know where that is. She was handcuffed and put in a patrol vehicle after resisting the cops. On her way to jail, Martin intentionally defecated in the car and hid 2.3 grams of crack cocaine. A crack pipe and a Valentine's good God and a Valentine's Day card in the poop. <laughs> Did she just smear this flat? I don't. That's a. I like to imagine she put the card down, the crack pipe, and then the crack on there, and then put the pile, like, hu- hovered and took her dookie right. on that, and then it just kind of. My one thing: if she's in the back of a cop car, her hands are handcuffed. How is she doing this? She was 
obviously wearing a dress. <laughs> or a skirt. Yeah. Good lord. An officer had to dig through the poop to find the evidence. No, thank you. Martin pleaded, well, how how did she think it was going to get out? Like, were they going to like just be like, oh, somebody's shitting here. Let's throw the whole car away. Right. They're obviously going to find it. I mean, maybe if you were just hiding the crack. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you wanted to stretch, maybe the pipe. The Valentine's card went too far. Too big. Yeah. Like, I would have put... I would have left the, the Valentine's card in the car. Was the crack the Valentine's Day gift? <laughs> I hope so. What a woman. <laughs> Shanine Martin, what are you doing when you get out of jail? <laughs> Martin pled guilty to possession of a controlled substance and tampering with evidence. She also pleaded guilty to to injury to a disabled person for macing a relative during an argument. Man, this lady is just all over the joint. She was sentenced to probation instead of prison. As part of her sentence, she was also required to write a letter of apology to the officer who had to dig through her poop. Martin's probation was revoked in September after she violated terms of her agreement multiple times, and she was sentenced to three years in prison. The disgusting nature of Miss Martin's actions underscore why this woman needs to be in prison and not in the community doing further harm. Most people would never even consider defecating in car so that they could hide contraband in their own feces. This individual has, rep- has proven repeatedly why the public needs to be protected from her. So there you go. What are you thinking? Give me your thoughts. No. Use your words. No. I would not have done that job. Just no. I would be gagging the instance I had to go near that. Yeah, I mean, if you sit and think about it too much, you kind of have to know exactly what type of feces. Uh-huh. I'm just imagining Ronnie. That's the only way she could have attempted to pray to have to get in that Valentine's Day card hidden. Yeah, that that's the part that throws me. Like, how big is your dookie? Mm-hmm. That you think you can hide a whole card in it? Surely not a cow. <laughs> cow pie. <laughs> It would have to be like that consistency and that just have to hit and spread, hit and spread. Yep. This one is going to blow your mind. Woman lured a group of deer into her living room to feed them snacks. Okay. If you love deer, let them be. That's what Colorado Parks and Wildlife recommend. A woman was fined $550 for luring and feeding three deer inside her home. Okay. The the doe, the gangly, doe-eyed, and endearingly skittish are welcome delight in backyards, but most respectful way to admire deer, but the most expect, respectful way to admire deer according to wildlife officials is to leave them alone. So says the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Northeast Region, which fined a woman $550 for luring and feeding three deer in her living room. The acts of feeding wildlife need to stop. Let wildlife be wild. These animals are not pets, says the department. The video of the incident shows Evergreen resident Lori Dixon calling three deer by pet names and leading them into her home through an open sliding glass door. That's where she had laid out sliced bananas, a halved apple, bread pieces, and carrot sticks on a table. Dixon told CNN affiliate she was a veterinarian technician for several years and has frequently worked with animals. If something comes to me and needs help, I'm going to help it. That's just who I am. But it's illegal to feed deer and several other species in Colorado. Hence the $550 loss. Or, uh, fine. Fine. Or what she could do is just have a nice big open field. Because when I got up this morning, there were 10 deer in that field. Holy shit. Yeah. I only saw four or five originally. And then when I got in my truck and started, looked around, they were all running into the woods and I counted 10. 
That's bananas. Mm-hmm. You don't know how bad when I was reading that article initially, I wanted them to say that something happened and the deer freaked out and destroyed her home from the inside. Not gonna lie, I kind of expected you to tell me there was a twist and that she ate them afterwards. Oh, that'd be the tits. You know, on this show, we like, you know, bestiality, feces stories. But we love, a, we love a good list. <laughs> so I got, a, I got a list for this week's episode. All right. 20 celebrity phobias people won't believe actually exist. I'm not going to get into the minutia of everyone. I'll just read the, the celebrity and what their phobia is. Eminem, this is number one. This is the leadoff mm-hmm. hitter. Eminem is afraid of owls. Mm. Uh-huh. This one I know to be true. Billy Bob Thornton is scared of antique furniture. Interesting. I met a guy that was scared of antique furniture, too. Oprah Winfrey is scared of chewing gum. The fuck? No explanation given. Pam Anderson cannot look at herself in the mirror because she looks like a goddamn train wreck. Mm-hmm. Tyra Banks is scared of dolphins. That I found weird. I, th- I yeah. thought Tyra would be a dolphin fan. I really did. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I hope that's not racist. Yeah, I've never really heard of a dolphin causing someone fear. Especially when they've been known I mean, there to is, like, help dolphin save rape, people. But... I mean, that's when you put them in sea parks and they don't have any other outlet of sh- way of relieving themselves. Kira Sedgwick, the wife of Kevin Bacon, is scared of talking foods. Okay. So TV foods were oddly specific. This one was shocking as well. Nicole Kidman cannot stand butterflies. Okay. Alfred Hitchcock was scared of eggs. Think of that. Man, spider when they when they say when they say scared like revolting make you gag that's what right. they're it's all in company but the man a master of horror a guy who redefined the genre that at the time when psycho came out like nobody'd seen any scarier shit than that and then Vince Vaughn ruined right well that was Gus Van Zant directed but Vince Vaughn did not help the cause. And you can see Anne Heche's butthole in that film when she dies in the shower. <laughs> but that man was revolted by eggs. <coughs> you would think that that would have found its way into one of his movies. Like Norman Bates just freaking out over eggs. Or the egg was the killer the whole time. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is scared of revolving doors only because he can't figure out how they operate. He's afraid of getting stuck in an eternal circle. Okay. Helen Mirren is scared of speaking on the telephone. Because she can still remember when it was invented. Hmm. P. Diddy is scared of toes. That's a weird thing to be afraid of, since how you have some. Yeah. My cousin dated a girl <coughs> who, like, she couldn't stand the sight of bare feet. Yeah. Can't standing and being afraid are different, eh. but still. Like, she would just, like, obsess about until you put your... Like, you had to be wearing socks. Like, you couldn't yeah. even put your feet in between the couch cushions or under a blanket. They had to be... It made no goddamn sense. She's a fucking psycho. Yeah, there's a time to point when you don't wear socks. Lots of them, in fact. Like, when you're sleeping. Yeah. Shower. On the beach in sandals. Probably never been to the beach. Adele is scared of seagulls. Also probably never been on the beach. This is one of my favorites just by how it's written. Kendall Jenner is creeped out by holes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does he know we basically have at least seven of them? Like true holes. Yeah, I hope so. They just showed a picture of a shower drain. But... Nice. I just, I, I can't, I sat and thought about Kylie Jenner being afraid of all different types of holes. Mm-hmm. It was, it was the highlight of my day that day. 
Nicki Minaj is afraid of escalators. Which I'm afraid of falling down an escalator because it right. looks like those teeth will cut you up. Right. Kristen Stewart has a fear of horses. Orlando Bloom is afraid of piglets. Strange. Megan Fox is scared of dry paper. That just seems like a white girl problem. Yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal is scared of ostriches. Which I could see that. Yeah, raptors back in the day. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're like standing on the ground and they're standing on the ground and they're looking down at you. Like, I'd be like, oh shit, this is about to go off. But I'll break a goddamn bird's neck. It's a thick neck. Yeah. But if it's him or me, he's got to go. It's a thick neck. He's got to go. It's got some muscle in there. It's going to lift you off the ground and run around I will karate chop it. (laughs) Going to ninja chop it? I'm going to ninja chop it and break a vertebrae and his head's going to fall over. And then his big bulbous body's going to run around, his head bouncing around behind him. He's kicking his own head, knocking himself out and waking up in between every step. I wonder if they can also live without their head like a chicken can. That'd be fucked up. (laughs) Then I'd pick up its head and I'd beat the body with its own head. But I'm never going to be in that situation, so it's not going to matter. Kristen Bell fears pruny fingers like in a swimming pool. And there's a picture of her wearing gloves in a swimming pool. What the fuck? Yeah. No, thank you. And Christina Ricci, I probably wouldn't have led with this one, but Christina Ricci won't have houseplants. Okay. So do you have any phobias? Spiders. Spiders. The, the Generally not comfortable with heights as well. I <sighs> heights is a weird one though. Like not weird, but like I don't think anybody's truly comfortable. Like I I filmed football in college. Like I was stuck, you know, sixty some feet up in the ground, up in the air in a cherry picker and on a windy day in yeah, Kansas. No. Like no. you know, I wasn't sitting back like sipping martinis when I was filming. Like, there was a couple times I was white-knuckled, you know, on the, like, I'm yeah, gonna no, fucking no. die today. Yeah. If I'm in, like, a, let's say a hotel that has, like, 13 floors or more, yeah. I will not go near the window. Really? Will not. I didn't know that about you. Um, the spider things, I can stand them existing as long as they don't enter my space. Because I know they serve a greater purpose. So kind of like moss. Jen! The spider has somehow gotten between me and the door. Yes. <laughs> I know where you stand, so I'm not even going to ask you this question. Okay. On where you stand on this. You and I probably see eye to eye on this, but you at home, you can play the game. But... One in how many people poop in the shower you know how they say like one in three dentists uh-huh one in how many people poop in the shower is there an answer to that yes i, I want your guess first. if the answer is more than any then they're wrong because <laughs> zero should be the answer there One in 30 God damn. admit to pooping in the shower. What the fuck is wrong with While me? While plumbers say that's a horrible idea because you know what a trap is in plumbing? Like if you look under your sink, mm-hmm. under the kitchen sink, there's a big U shape. It's yeah. called a trap. So when you drop like your wedding ring and shit, right. it's in the trap. There's a trap <clears throat> under your bathtub as well. That doo-doo gets stuck in your trap. <laughs> And that doo-doo smell comes out your drains. Some people... Well... And it's funny, the day that I found this article was the day I was listening to a podcast and and these comedians were talking about shitting in the shower. And one guy said, like, he, he says, if he has to take a dookie, 
and he need, still needs to shower, he will go take a dookie in the shower God while damn. he's showering. But do you know how he disposes of the dookie? Hmm. If it's a log, he picks it up and he throws it at the toilet. God damn. <laughs> no. No, he's a comedian. So, he has to be joking. No, he's not. Yeah. In my mind, I'm going to decide he's joking. So, you're at home, and let's just say you you go to fart in a shower, and you just dart, you know, like a like a cigar length, just brown turd, just boop, and a ac- total accident. You're like, God damn it, nobody's around. What do you do? You squish it down the drain? Do you pick it up and toss it in the turlet? What do you do? I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna turd toss it. I'm a pretty good. I'm pretty good at cornholing. I would corn never let it come to that. <laughs> I've never dookied in the shower. <coughs> Maybe as a child, but I don't remember. I, as an adult, I've never pooped in a shower. I've had to get out of the shower and take a dump, and then go back into the shower. But that's as far as that's that's as close as I've ever come. So just hell no. Just hell no across the board. Alright, we well, got a callback story. These don't happen often. Remember hmm. in Vegas the guy that was gluing cowboy hats to pigeons? Are you referring to the Trump hats and the Trump wig? Yes. Yes. Unlike the other ones, though, this one was designed to fall off over time. But that person is a dumbass. <laughs> I wonder if Trump paid this guy because it's a brilliant advert. Like, if I had something to advertise, like, that's a pretty good advertisement. But, like, keep this on a DL. Here's a $5 million and a non disclosure agreement. Go out and glue these to pigeons. That's not a bad advertising advertisement. How about the Trump statue that this Indian man made? I haven't seen that one. Oh yeah, he was trying to get him to bring him along with him to India. <laughs> yeah, this, those Indians loved him some Trump. No, not actually. No, no. They were forced to be there. Uh, well, the biggest bulk of them. I don't know if you saw this. They started leaving him. Like, the stadium, when he started mispronouncing things left and right. Oh. No, I didn't watch it. Yeah. There's a big crowd of them just start walking to the exits. Now, given that could also be that the fact that it's hot as hell. Right. In a giant cricket stadium. But also the fact that he is just terrible at talking. And calling him the father of India when, I don't know if you know this, I'm going to assume you do, though. That that title already belongs to another person. Who's that? Gandhi. Gandhi. Yeah. But in the story, downtown Vegas was struck by an unusual sight Tuesday evening. A flock of pigeons wearing tiny Make America Great Again hats and a Donald Trump wig. The pigeons were released allegedly performed as aerial protest piece ahead of the 2020 Democratic debate scheduled to take place in the city Wednesday night. The activity had also been coordinated to coincide with the arrival of Trump, who touched down in the City of Lights Tuesday night ahead of the graduation ceremony event for Hope of Prisoners, a campaign rally on Friday. A self-proclaimed underground radical group responsible for stunt for the stunt agreed to speak with the Las Vegas Review-Journal on the provision that the members not be identified telling paper the group's name. The group's name, Putin, stood for Pigeons United to Interfere Now. What was the name of that again? Putin. That's a bit on the nose. I know, right? Or Putin. I'd say Putin. So, yeah, birds with... Where do you get little hats like that? They have to be custom making them somewhere. 
That's what... I mean, like, let's just say we want to start a radical underground group. I wouldn't even know where to start to get little wigs and little hats. You know where you can't start right now? China. That's true. All, not all, most production is stopped. It's funny that we get those those masks. Some most of those are China made, made in China. We're gonna get into sports. Soccer player banned five years after biting opponent's penis. Yep. I heard about that. An amateur soccer player in France was banned for playing the game competitively for five years after biting it, an opponent's penis with so much force it required multiple stitches and a trip to the hospital. Player who has not been named in the media was involved in a post-match altercation against their rival when on the on-pitch fight became much, much more in the parking lot, according to reports. And they continued fighting, and the man bit his penis. Why was really, he allowed to play? Really bit again. his penis. Why was he suspended? It was after the match. Not allegedly. Two players became began fighting during the match with a third who ended up getting his penis bitten, trying to act as peacekeeper. The teams left the pitch, and things appeared to be over. Then one of the fighting players found the peacekeeper in the parking lot, reignited the fight, and bit him. Literally had his penis bitten. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be mad. How did it? How did the penis come to be in his face? Again, that falls in. If you're so mad, you go for a dick. <laughs> yeah. Something might be wrong with you. Yeah. And it's an amateur soccer match. But why allow him to play ever again? Well. I mean, you're only in your prime for like five years anyway, so he, like, he'll never he'll play competitively. He'll never be able to go pro because his prime it's it's long gone. And then I had I was gonna close with a story about Walmart, and I know I sent it to my phone, but it didn't come through. Hmm. Uh, we'll we'll talk about what I remember. But this is this is gonna be the last story. Oh, okay. Before the Walmart talk. Florida hospital employee arrested for allegedly sucking elderly patients' toes. Strange. A 23-year-old man who works as a sitter for a Florida hospital is facing charges after he was allegedly caught sucking a sleeping patient's toes. Hmm. France Belderin was arrested early Tuesday morning for, for battery on a, per, on a person 65 years or older. The victim, a patient at Gulf Coast Hospital in Fort Myers, told the sheriff's office they woke up around 11 p.m. on Monday and felt someone touching their foot. According to records, the documents go on to say that the victim said they initially thought it was a nurse checking on them, but it happened two more times. The victim then told deputies they felt something wet between their toes. When they looked over, the victim said that they saw Belderin on his knees next to the bed and bent over their foot. The victim said they ripped their foot away from Beldrin and he went back to the chair he was previously sitting in. It's like chill, no big deal. Was his penis out? I bet he was masturbating. God, that's some weird shit. And I mean, doesn't look like a guy that would be into foot worship at all. Right. And that's a that's a whole subcategory. You got sleeping, granny, foot worshiping. Vow or Vor? Vor. That's it. Have you seen Vor? No. Did you I, hear about the... I don't the... want to ask. You should. <laughs> and we're not even getting into the racial implications here. Like, it could be Asian feet over 60. Toe sucking. Mm-hmm. All right, before we get into the Walmart thing, what's Vor? Okay. Well, Vor is a subgenre of people who get off on the idea of being eaten alive. <laughs> and this only came into light on the Twitter of recent from a uh, deviant artist who had their art re-subject 
because someone had described changing some of the uh, the characters' names and given names. It was a Amy Klobuchar eating a Trump daughter. Oh, yeah. Oh boy, that made its way around the Twitter world. I had not been aware of that. Yes, but it's like people getting eaten whole. Like giants eating small people. Hmm. So, tech on Titan, if you may. Well, I got... A buddy sent me a video. And it was... He said, you know, don't watch this at work. So the first thing I do is I go in the back room and I pull it up, you know. And it was like this girl was like yelling at the camera. And as she yelled at the camera, the camera got lower and lower and lower. And then it cut to a guy about, I don't know, three inches tall. And he was nude. And she like picked him up and was yelling at him and what a dirty boy he was. And then it cuts and this little man is in this woman's butthole. (laughs) And his legs are kicking back and forth. And then she pulls him out and stomps him to death. And I was like, this is weird. (laughs) The closest thing I can say that I've seen to that, South Park. Right. Paris Hilton, Mr. Slave. Yep. <sighs> the whore off, if you may. The whore off. Alright, so you are an employee. I don't... Have we, we talked about where you work. Yeah. But basically, I read this article... And it said, and you can fill in the blanks of what you know, it was talking about how Walmart is having this new initiative, and it was called, like, Living the Greatest Life, or Working for the Best, or some. it was something very positive, right? I first I've heard of this. Okay. Well, you know, you know, they name initiatives, and right. sometimes they don't always talk about. So, but then it was talk. It was talking about the new restructuring they're doing with the department managers and mm, the assistant yes, managers. Yes, yes, yes. And so, like that was the point of the article was like, how can you call something living your best life, and then you're turning around and you're taking jobs away from people? Mm-hmm. And there was a cashier from South Carolina was actually. She came forward when she was being interviewed. She didn't give her name because she's afraid of being fired. But it was like, you know. And then then the article was like, and Walmart's saying that they've got, you know, they can reduce their workforce because they're now robots that can do price changes, do simple shelf stocking. They can unload trucks. That's... You know how many robots are in my store? One. One that can... Well, no, not even one that can work by itself permanently. Like, our floor sweeper will literally stop at a drop of the hat and send an error signal to whoever's in charge of it, saying there's an obstruction in front of it. So they often have to go there and steer it around manually, whatever it is. (laughs) Um, Idiot. The thing that scans all the freight, my God, that thing is always yelling at people that it's messed up because it itself can't control its own belt. Right. And it just jams packages in the sorting thing. So it says jam, 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 just repeatably. It is the most irritating thing. Sounds terrible. Yeah. So do you need more people to fix all these problems? Yes, not less. And then with the uh, improved and increased self-checkouts, how they're getting rid of cashiers... And it was basically like they're getting, they're consolidating all these jobs and getting rid of all these other jobs. And people that are full time are now part time and they're losing, the, one, they're losing hours. So that's mm-hmm. losing money. And two, they're losing all their benefits. Yep. Like they can either get fired because their job doesn't exist anymore or they can step down voluntarily and lose all their benefits that yep. the full time people have that part timers don't. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the, the assistant managers that are going away. Yeah. Because they're reducing all that, too. Basically, they're making all the manager team, even the ones that have had those semi-managers positions, like the zone managers, mm-hmm. they're making them all reply for those positions. So those people are going to be losing their positions for the ones that have been there longer in the assistant positions. Yeah. See, I thought they were getting rid of the zones 
there are certain ones they're keeping and different ones. Like there's a new thing called team lead that's going to be above department managers, but eventually they're going to be getting rid of department managers, and it's, you're just going to have associates and a team lead in an area. Okay. Yeah, that's just going to make everything more hectic. Because who in that area is going to be working on the paperwork the department managers just do? Yeah. I know yeah. some, some departments had more paperwork than others. Mm-hmm. Especially when you already have multiple departments crammed in one area. Right. But I think it's funny, like, when Walmart is confronted with this, they talk about all the stuff that they're offering, you know. They're like, well, we offer, you know, college reimbursement programs and online discounts, you know, for people going back to school. Yeah, that's fine to anyone. They know no one can actually afford to go to college. Right. Yeah, it's just, I mean, every company has all these... And Publicity stunts. Well, but it's it's they have this these benefits that they're there, and the company only pays for if people use them, so they don't advertise advertise them to be used. You know, so like, like my company offers like you can buy a membership, and it's good at like ten thousand gyms nationwide. You know, but I don't fucking know what it is. You know, I don't right. use it. And it, it could be super cheap, and it could, I'm, I doubt it's super cheap, but it could be affordable and right. a really good deal, but I don't fucking use it. Right. You know? And they don't pay for it unless I use it. And, I mean, that's what, but that's what Walmart always throws up, is all these benefits that they offer for people, you know, that, that they offer full-time and part-time alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll tell you this story real quick. Uh, I've changed the names and the positions. I did it on my other podcast, The Chief Chronicles. Um, we'll call him uh, my money center. My money center manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thought we were going to get robbed the other night. It was just me and him. Okay. I didn't think we were going to get robbed, but he did, and it was it was a it was an interesting position to be in. You know. Right. Because he was like, should I call the cops? I said, you're the money center manager. If you feel threatened, call the police. I don't feel threatened. Right. Yeah. But it was... It was interesting. What had transpired? He was just... This dude had been in my store for like five hours. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my store is the size of your electronics department. So imagine somebody being in there... For five hours. I don't have to imagine that. <laughs> Not working. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah. But that's what I was like. I finally go up to him. I said, hey, dude. I said, we close in 20 minutes. I said, you've been here a long time. Like, right. Do you need to get... You need If you need to call somebody, call somebody. Because we're closing. And I'm not staying open for anybody. Right. Like, I kicked a 70-year-old lady out of my store one night. Mm-hmm. While she was waiting for her Uber, I was like, "You gotta fucking go, Grandma. I gotta go home." Right. I'm sorry, but they're not gonna tuck my kid in at night. I am like, right. Hey, you need to manage your life better. That's how I look at it. People call me a bastard, but fuck them. Um, but he was just there, shot like, oh, and he was he wasn't messing up the store. He didn't stink. He wasn't doing like crazy shit where he's talking to himself and like he was just real quiet. But I'd, I'd noted who he was. Mm-hmm. I was like, I saw that guy, and I was like, hmm. And then I saw him later, and then I saw him again, and I saw him again. I was like, what in the fuck is he doing here? Like, I expect this shit at Walmart, but right. I don't expect this shit in my store. Like, we don't have anything to keep you entertained. At least Walmart has those TVs. Maybe you can... I mean, you got magazines. That's true. We have magazines and books. You got me there. But maybe at Walmart they're playing a movie on the TV, and you can... And then maybe I thought, I was like, well, maybe he's, it's, it was one of those days where it was cold, but the sun was out. And I was like, maybe he's just waiting. Like it's, it's that weird weather where you can be cold, but hot and sweat and cold. And he was just trying to get it. So then comes seven o'clock, my help goes home. So it's just me and the money center manager. 
and I'm like, this guy's had the opportunity left and right. If he was going to rob, like, if he was going to steal merchandise, he he had the opportunity to do it several times. So then I go up to him. I'm like, hey, homie. He's like, oh, my wife's getting her hair done. You know, I'll tell her that I got to come. He's like, we just got our taxes back, and she wanted to get her hair done, and I just want to spend some money. And he was looking at speakers and stuff, and I was like, okay, I can think of 20 better places you can spend your tax money right. than here. And, uh... So then it was like five minutes till it was closing time. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the back of the store. And as he goes back there, he grabs like a clear, like we have UT bags. It was right. like a tote, like a beach tote. But it was clear and it had an orange tea on it. And he grabbed that. And the money center guy's like, dude, he just grabbed a clear bag. Like he's coming to fucking, he's coming to take my shit. And at that time, an old couple walk in. Right. And I'm like, and the guy's like, oh, I knew you were still open. I said, I'm open for three more minutes. Right. And he's like, oh, we better hurry. And then his wife, she wants to argue with me. She's like, well, why do I have three minutes? I said, because I close in three minutes. And she said, well, not the money center. I said, the entire store closes in three minutes. She goes, you used to close at nine. I said, I've been at this store for over a year. And the money center's never closed at nine. Right. Three minutes. And so then that dude comes up front and he puts all of his shit back out of his thing. He's like, if you don't care, I'll just wait for this old couple and we can all leave together. I said, that's fine. I said, but you're going to have to like be outside and you can't wait in the vestibule or anything. Right. I said, I know it's cold, but I've got to lock up. Right. But my money center dude swears that we are going to get robbed. Like, the dude was making his move when that old couple walked in. Mm-hmm. But I got the guy's name. <laughs> right, right. I was like, hey, dude. I said, uh... He just needs some Vaseline on his face. That's right. He had he had, he had had tattoos on his face and on his neck. Like, and so then I was like... Was the tattoo crime pays? <laughs> pretty much. It was, a, it was an outline of a teardrop. Mm. So, but, uh... I was like, hey, I can hold some of this stuff for you. If you want, I can hold this speaker back for you. What's your name? And he told, he tells me his name. <laughs> so now he can't rob me because that'll be the first person they go looking for. Right. I don't know. It, it To me, it was funny, but it was kind of like traumatic to my money center manager. Right. Well, do you have any parting words of wisdom? Mm. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, yes. And get out and vote. Tuesday. Super Tuesday! Luckily, I'm off work. So, and the kid's out of school for Super Tuesday. So. Right. Yeah, washy-washy! <laughs> <laughs>